from Landgram <laughs> Brewing Company, Columbus, Ohio. I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. Go. <laughs> All right. Welcome back, <laughs> listeners. It's time for another episode of everyone's favorite podcast. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University presents <laughs> Beers with the Brewers, the podcast recorded live here in the Land Grant Brewing tap room every Friday afternoon. I am your uh, host, I suppose, Walt Keys. I am a co-founder here and creative director. I am joined today by Director of Communications here at Land Grant, Meredith Miles. Hello. And the captain of our audio voyage, Head Brewer Dan Schaefer. Oh, boy. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. Thank spice, you. spice. I wanted to be more straightforward and definitive after that rather wishy-washy opening <laughs> from non-committal opening yeah. from Walt. Well, we, we were just talking off air about uh, how easy or not easy hosting is, and uh, maybe it's not as easy as I think it is. Maybe you're just such a natural. It doesn't feel... <laughs> As difficult. It would help if I started to think about what I was going to say before I started saying it. I, I like think. you finding your way. I think that's part of the enjoyment. Watching yeah. you find your way. Well, we found our way to another Friday, one way or the other. And today we are talking about a delicious, uh, relatively new beer. It's been out a couple weeks now. Um, but it is a West Coast IPA, and it is called Showbiz. And it is fragrant, and it is tasty. And uh, we're all pretty excited about it. And... Uh, None of us more so than uh, Dan over here, I think. <laughs> yeah, grin ear to ear. Again, well, I you got a hedge. You got a hedge. This is what I've learned in my 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 brief and and horrible sports betting career is that you always hedge, which is how I also how I am not good at it. That's super prudent. Um, <laughs> uh, actually, uh, the family Schaefer. Um, uh, young children not included. Uh, this has been crushed quite a bit. Um, so yeah, it's uh, 7.2% ABV, 57 IBUs. Uh, it feels a little um, snappier than that because this is uh, very, very dry, uh, which is kind of like the point of the whole thing. Is um, I believe the uh, Angry Brewer name that uh, I originally had for this is Hazy's Not a Flavor. Um, <laughs> uh, I was trying to do something that is has all the elements of a, of a hazy juicy whatever uh beer but is bright and bitter like a west coast beer and kind of mush those things together before we get too far away from it i, I remember in our like name brainstorm meeting a, a few months back i remember hazy's not a flavor and there was a companion name wasn't there like uh there was something else um there was i can't remember what uh, it was it was like the inverse of that but right. yes Anyway, it was also funny. So insert we'll, laugh track. Maybe we can go check our notes from that meeting. And uh, I think it was Juicy's not a color. Yeah, that's yeah, I think that that's was it. it. Yeah. That go. triggers it. Yeah. Um, but this uh, is yeah, pretty much citra all the way through. Um, we did uh, Cascade mash hopping 
and uh, first wort hopping because we were using a thialized Chico strain, uh, Star Party from Omega, which uh, takes thial precursors and produces jammy, grapey, passion fruity stuff that um, generally complements a hop like Citra very well, which is... The, the thing that I always think of when I think of good citra is gooseberry, but nobody knows what that is except for me. Um, I always like when I see it on the, the um, like the, the, the description words, but I don't know what a gooseberry is or it, have I ever necessarily known if I was eating one. The only, uh, it's adjacent to a persimmon, if mm-hmm. you've had a persimmon. But the, the reason I know is that I, I lived in uh, South Africa for a year, and when you go out to like a nice restaurant... They always would just garnish. They just have one gooseberry, oh, like funny. on the plate with its. It kind of looks like a tomatillo that's got mm. one of those papery coverings oh, okay. to it, and yeah. they would just have like an open mm. one, just sort of plopped on the plate. Oh, there you go. And no one else ate them. I'm like, that's delicious. Yeah. I'm going to eat that. <laughs> um, but yeah, apart from I suppose um, uh, lychee or lychee, I don't know. I've heard both. Uh, mm. Grapefruit, and certainly um, depending on your. On your uh, citra source uh, can be super, super dank or just lightly so. So uh, we used uh, Citra T90s on the hot side and then uh, all Citra Cryo uh, for the dry hop, which I feel like um, for us, the the Cryo is kind of more representative of like the the best form of of Citra. I think one of the things that stuck out to me when I was actually getting these beers from the bar and bringing them over to the table was the smell. Like it was very aromatic. And I think that sometimes it gets lost if you're, you know, drinking from a can, maybe you don't necessarily let it breathe and get some of that. But even sitting, carrying them over here, I got really good fragrance off of it, but then sitting down too, I feel like is maybe it's warming up a little bit or just getting a little more air under it. It's a, it, it smells so good, mm-hmm. much less how it tastes. Like I love a West coast. So super amped about this and like the bittering and the dryness of it but the smell alone before i even get to taste the beer i'm i'm in it sells me it's really good yeah dan you mentioned that um the cryo version of citra being the maybe the best version of citra have you encountered any hops where the cryo version has not been the like peak elite version of that hop no. <laughs> I was just really, curious. I really like cryo. I think it's, um, if you want to get like a super saturated hop flare flavor without um, getting that carrot top hop burn yeah. thing, mm-hmm. that's probably the best way to go about it. Yeah, and obviously you would use it. I mean, you would use cryo for different, you know, you're not going to necessarily sub one for one cryo. And it's usually two to one uh, is what they recommend, mm-hmm. uh, but it, that's pretty... Um, Varietal specific, and would you would you I I could be wrong here, but I assume you wouldn't use cryo for like bittering. No, yeah. Not only that, well, it's typically the the alpha acid gets doubled too. Mm-hmm. So you've got, I think citra is like twenty three percent alpha acid. So yeah. you just kind of like wave it over the kettle and <laughs> just like, you just suggest putting it in, and yeah. that's enough. Cool. Um, but yeah, uh, this beer is delicious. It is definitely hoppy. It's got bite. It's got that nice West Coast bite to it. Um, but you know, if 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 you like IPAs, it's definitely very drinkable and very um, refreshing. Mm-hmm. Which I think leads into our question of the week: How crushable is this beer? How crushable is it? 
Um, you know, it's 7.2, you know, it's right there as sort of mid to upper range of an IPA, like a just regular IPA. But it's really good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a four. A four. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I could th- be coaxed into a five, but I'm going to go four. It's interesting because I was thinking about that earlier. When I took my first sip, I was like, oh, this is good. And as I'm getting further down the glass, it's like even easier. I don't know if you like acclimate to the flavor or something like that, but there's a level of like the bitter that kind of gets you at first. I feel like it's still there. It's still present, but it just becomes, I think, a little bit more drinkable as you go. So I feel pretty confident at a four. But again, same thing. If, if a fifth was slid in front of me, I feel like I could... Uh, I could venture to pick up that glass. So I'm going to stay a four as well. Yeah, it's um, it's a dangerous four. Uh, I, I was watching uh, the uh, Michigan State-Kansas State game last night <laughs> and had just finished my beer, and then that game went to overtime. Did and you I, drink one uh, showbiz for every assist that guy had? Oh, my I gosh. I did not. <laughs> All 19 of them? But when the game went to overtime, I quite desperately wanted another beer, but decided... Uh, in order to be fully functional at work today, to not... In fact, I had had four beers up to that point. Yeah. And I, I wanted that fifth. So it's a Friday night fifth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, probably a week night four. Yeah, I think that's fair. So it sounds unanimous to me, even though yeah. there's a... We all have the same, whether weekday, week weekend, either way, unanimous. Four or five crusher, depending what day of the week it is. Yeah, I'd, I'd say four. I say we bring that bell. Yeah certainly easier to do than to figure out the math in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, or 19. Who knows? I mean, you never um. know. <laughs> Always crush responsibly. That's that's the moral of yes, the story. Yes, of course. So well, um, we did talk a little bit about showbiz, West Coast IPA, and I know the fact that it's a West Coast showbiz naturally gives mm-hmm. a little nod mm-hmm. out to that the West Coast vibes, but can you tell us, for our listeners at home, if they're looking at the cover art, a little bit about the design, the yeah. name, and kind of your inspo. It's not the most complex of metaphors on this can, but the the name of this beer, the name came out of uh, the, the aforementioned naming uh, brainstorm we had a few months ago. Um, and it was, you know, we, we kind of like, we threw all of our names in, in a hat, and, you know, it was, you know, myself, Meredith, Dan... Bonnie, Adam, Lauren, Tony, like it was kind of everyone um, brought a list of names. So we, we just threw them all out there, sort of like disconnected from any actual beers mm-hmm. that were on the on the schedule and um, just sort of as standalone beer names. And we took that, that long list of ideas and pared it down to like 30 or 40 names that we just kind of liked. As standalone beer, just as a as a name unattached, like, yeah, to independent of a style. And then, and then, I, and then I think we kind of came back, and once we had sort of the the blueprint for this year in terms of the the release schedule and the beers that we wanted to do um, throughout the year, we 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 kind of looked at the, that list of names we had. Some of those beers that we had planned had a name sort of associated with them coming in, whether they were returning beers or um, just sometimes a, a beer just has a name attached from the beginning. But we, we looked at that, that list of unnamed beers and the list of, of names that we had and just tried to like pair them up with beers that made sense. And we had an unnamed West Coast IPA scheduled for, you know, March. 
And the name Showbiz, I mean, fit it perfectly. I mean, first of all, we were surprised that that name hadn't been used yet, so we wanted to <laughs> snag that. And, um, you know, just playing into the California, Los Angeles, Hollywood vibe of it, it, it made a lot of sense to f- slot that in with the West Coast. So that's where the name came from. And then, um, you know, once the name's done, I can start working on the labels. And I just I just thought of our, like, our brewery being right, you know, dead center in the middle of... Uh, of Hollywood there. So I kind of dropped it right there in the in downtown LA with the, with the Hollywood Hills looking over it and, um, you know, rendered the name and the Hollywood sign. Yeah. I feel like the, uh, Frank and the Hollywood Hills, put some spotlights in there, put it, gave it <laughs> mid century colors. Yeah, that, that was, was uh, that was that was it. That was it's one done. of my, I, one of my favorite things is when we go from like a concept into creation and seeing your brain work, I feel like it's always really fun to see like what comes out because sometimes it's like so I don't even know if the right word is obvious like what you arrive at because it's it connects it so well but yet we would have never thought of that on our own. This was one of those beers for me the sort of showbiz nature of it was like oh yeah this makes sense it's a good can't believe it's not taken and then I saw it and I was like this is exactly what we should have done for the design which was which yeah, was great. Sometimes there's like a name where like I think it's a great name and people are sort of if you know on the fence about it but in my head i've got this like designer brand in mind that i think it'll work really well as as it marries to the beer and mm-hmm. to the name and uh sometimes the people are like i don't care we're still not naming it that but sometimes yeah. especially sometimes i'll just run with the name that i like mm-hmm. and then bring it to everyone and be like look at yeah. this and everyone's like that's great or then it's like that's not great but um <laughs> <laughs> it's usually the two choices yeah. right and uh but yeah, but yeah, the, this was one I kind of had the idea like pretty much. I was curious, Dan. You know, uh, sort of Walt talking about from his perspective, if a name inspires a design, or a design inspires a name, or maybe sometimes a beer inspires. Obviously, that what we end up naming something. Do you have any of that happen like in reverse when it comes to a recipe you're putting together, or a specific hop combination, or anything like that on your end? It's usually. Concept, then maybe stupid name, and then <laughs> recipe. Um, but usually, I don't. I don't know that I've ever. No, I don't think I've ever started with just like the name of something. I think it's that's usually, what we should do. Yeah. Is one of these days we should take one of Walt's just ideas that he has that's connected to nothing, an idea, label, and just like give it to you, and just like whatever it inspires is what you brew. I think that would be a fun little. I exercise. always love it when the brewers, quote unquote. Dumb or silly name ends up being the name. The name, yeah, absolutely. Like the whole like uh, sort of the comic book beers, like the Zaccarillo and the yeah, um, the mashups of hop names yeah, into like characters, and, basically. Yeah, the yeah, Casaca Blanc and mm-hmm. um, what was the other one? Uh, Zaccarillo. Do- uh, oh, um, hold on. There was Zaccarillo. What's the pr- bra- uh, with the pink one? Pink can with the bra, um, something with a B. Bra, that Bravo in it, I think. El Bravado? Yeah. El Bravado. El Bravado, yes. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, we should bring that back. I like that yeah. one. That was a good one. But yeah, those started as uh, you guys just needed to call it something. Yeah. And it's like, well, these hops are in it. We'll just mash them all up. And it's like, oh, that's, that, uh, that yeah. sounds we'll say, pretty good. Um, we just did a clap on Wednesday. 
and uh, I, I they did not have a name for it. I didn't want to just put multi amber in there, so the name in grist is multi McMalt face. <laughs> so knowing well, that that'll never to, be used for coming anything. Coming to your glasses soon. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. We might not come up with anything better. Actually, they're kicking around names today, and they well, they'll probably yeah. come up with something better. Well, I mean, yeah, it's 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 good. I think it's, it's we're circling around the right thing. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Awesome. Well, you know what's funny? This week, we actually have a question from a listener. Sometimes these ebb and flow in terms of when people reach out. But yeah, but it should be said, if you have a question, send it to us. You can send it to us an email or mm-hmm. Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Yeah, and Contact you, form on the website. Yeah, and if you hear your question asked on the podcast, shoot us a DM or an email or whatever it might be. Let us know your shirt size, and we will send you a little land grant T-shirt. Mm-hmm as a thank you. So today, Dan, mm-hmm. we have a question from warped dot underscore vision <laughs> on Instagram. You're going to love this one, Dan. Have you ever considered brewing a vanilla milkshake ale? Um, well, <laughs> uh, I suppose the, the question comes about what? Five years too late. We do the wet got fuzz was was technically. I think that's the only true like milkshake we've done, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's. That was the peach one. Right? Yeah, that was, that was a collaboration we did with uh, Streetside Brewing out of Cincinnati. It was yeah, it was a peach milkshake IPA. I can see it was a little guy, like a little peach guy it was, on it, right? Well, <laughs> this is a, talk about complex metaphors. This was, it was a it was a milk carton. Because oh, it's a milkshake. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, walking down the street, <laughs> drinking juice out of a straw, <laughs> gone, plugged directly into a peach. Mm-hmm. And on the side of the milk crate was a, <laughs> was a missing ad with the milk crate mm-hmm. person in the in sure. the Very m- meta. missing ad. It was so meta. And it was called <laughs> <laughs> it was called Got Fuzz. So. There you go. Connect the dots on that one. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's. I mean, that's one of those. It was, things it that was really. It was actually really good, as yeah. I recall. Yeah, it, it was. I I don't know uh, if we f- put vanilla in that. I think um, the street side guys, uh, Luke is now. Uh, where'd you go, Luke? That's Saund- right. He's a Saunder. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But um, it's like you don't put vanilla in it. I'm like, dude, we've already like. Spent an insane amount of money on fruit, <laughs> so probably not. Um, I mean, well, actually, the, the the Jenny's beer last year. Oh, that's true. Um, again, and we're we're probably not milkshake in the sense that uh, you know, old warp dot underscore vision is thinking of uh, in terms of we're generally trying to get away from using lactose just for. The segment of our uh, consumers that mm-hmm. are that are sensitive to that, um, but I mean we've done plenty of stuff with fruit and hops and vanilla in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes. Do you have one when you think about you know I know you're a equal opportunity consumer of beers. Oh, you cut out completely. Okay, is that better? You're back, and you're back, and I'm back. I was going to ask: Is an equal opportunity consumer of beers from other places have you had one that you that comes to mind when you think about like 
if why why brew it when I could just go grab a can of X or have one of these? Does anything stick out to you? Uh, it's been a while, mm-hmm. but um, the aforementioned street side did do um, the most excellently named um, "I Drink Your Milkshake," um, <laughs> which was a blueberry mosaic okay uh, milkshake uh, IPA. Um, Delish. Yes. Cool. Did uh, the the non strawberry jam Jenny's beer we did Molinio Molinio yeah Mm -hmm. did that have vanilla no okay never mind I will say Er, yes vanilla no lactose yeah but yeah so go find some of that it's probably still really good (laughs) listen you never know vanilla ages real well in a can chilies are a preservative so Mm -hmm. there you go there you go. I was going to say that, Dan, I really liked your approach last year with the beer we did for our Jenny's Strawberry Jam kind of collaboration was Jenny's is so good at doing dairy-free that to be able to essentially do like a milkshake IPA in the same vein of doing it essentially lactose-free was a really cool... What would, was it oat milk? Oat, uh, or oat. Well, we did... Um, I can't remember. Coconut co- flour? Coconut flour in yeah. the mash. Yeah. So it gives, it gives a bit of body uh, and um, you, you get... Well, before we bombarded it with fruit, yeah, uh, a bit of a, a, a coconut hint, uh, sure, but not, not like over the top. Um, yeah, yeah, I like doing that. Well, that was a great question. Thank you again, um, warped dot underscore vision. If you are listening and you hear this, shoot us a note, and we would love to get a T-shirt out to you for that yeah. question. So, thank you. Sparked some good conversation, reminiscing about years and brews past. Hmm. All right, so if you're listening to this... <laughs> that said, that'll probably never happen again. Um, if you're listening to this upon release, it's Thursday, March 30th. It sure is, probably. And uh, we're in the throes of... I hedged again. The, See, the, yeah, great job. Now. We're in the throes of the end, the final the final days of March Madness are upon us. So yeah. well, what do we have going on? Oh, shoot, a lot, probably, <laughs> as I read this for the first time live. Um <laughs> This uh, Saturday, being the day after tomorrow, um, if it's the day that Meredith said is it, it is, uh, Final Four is on. We'll have that in the tap room. Um, crew also plays home versus Real Salt Lake, 7.30. So maybe come down to the tap room, have some beers, maybe catch the beginning of the first Final Four game, head to the crew match, come back and see who won the Final Four. Maybe you can catch the end of it. I don't know what time it's going to end. I would assume it's probably a little more afternoon. In in podcast time, we don't know. So it's yeah. probably more of an afternoon vibe, I would think. Yeah. Anyway, if you like basketball, we'll have that on. If you like soccer, <laughs> we're, we're your spot for your pregame. Um, you can walk or scoot or Uber or I guess drive if you want from the tap room. We are very, very um, close to lower.com field. So join us for that. Um, it is last call for registration for the Monday Night Cornhole League. That starts up April 17th. So go to gocornhole.com and sign up for that. Just head to the website if it's not your homepage and um, just look for the Columbus section and uh, look for Land Grant and sign up now. And you can play cornhole on Mondays um, and win fun prizes. <laughs> and maybe you'll win the whole league and win a bigger fun prize i like how you kind of walk and that uh <laughs> you need to sign up right now right now <laughs> get in there just keeping people on their toes Don't want to get full. deep into the podcast 
Yeah, and then Monday night uh, is the NCAA final, and uh, we will have that on in the tap room as well. And um, it goes without saying, we will also have uh, the women's, mm-hmm. all the women's action yeah. on. Uh, hopefully the Buckeyes. Hopefully the Lady Bucks are still in as, it. As of recording, they're still alive, and uh, hopefully as of uh, release, they're still alive mm-hmm. and playing for a championship. That'd be awesome. And uh, Tuesday nights in April, uh, our boy Travis, who you might remember from last week's episode, he really made a splash on the airwaves here. Um, Travis is hosting Bingo Night in the Tap Room. Oh my gosh, what a thrill! So join us for fun themed Bingo Nights. We got prizes, fun and prizes, and at, play starts at six thirty p.m. sharp on Tuesdays in April. Travis would love to see you here. So exciting is that our beer garden is ready to go in terms of beer garden tables are out, umbrellas are up, big screens fired up. So whether you're coming down to watch a match or a game or you want to play bingo with Travis, you know, weather permitting, we're outside and we're kind of taking in beer garden seasons already. So Yeah, and we're definitely, as of recording, definitely in that time of year where it's like 30 degrees one day and 65 degrees Mm -hmm. the next day. A little rain, a little sun, a little Maybe that'll be completely different when this podcast comes out in a week, but I bet not. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so if it's a nice day, the beer garden is going to be open. If it's an okay day, the beer garden will be open. If it's raining and super windy, the beer garden will be closed. But uh, And we'll move all these events outside as, as we can, mm-hmm. for sure, because uh, it's April's more fun a, to be outside. April's a temperamental month, but we'll get through it. Yeah. Also, Bingo with Travis sounds like the name of one of those Oscar shorts that I'll never see. (laughs) (laughs) And the Oscar for Best Animated Short Film goes to Bingo with Travis. (laughs) And then, like, Travis goes up and gives a speech. You're like, Uh I should watch that movie. You're like, wow, I'd really like to support him. But never get around to it, Mm -hmm. huh? That's great. Well, next week, I'm excited. We're going to be um, welcoming some guests back onto the oh, podcast. Oh, hold on. One last thing going on the podcast all month long, which I guess it's, what is it now, April when this comes out? Or is March it still 30th, March? But it so you got one day left. Uh, we're supporting our good friends at Cinema Columbus oh, for absolutely. like one more day. And then um, in April, we will be partnering with our good friends from the Columbus Public Library. Did I say that right? Columbus Metropolitan Library. Okay. There you go. That's okay. Columbus Library. So come on down, drink some beer, support the library, support Cinema Columbus. Um, All great causes. You can round up on your tab. You can add a bigger tip if you want. And you can just uh, spread spread the love to our awesome community partners. Perfect. That's it. I got nothing left. Perfect. I was just going to add that... If you're listening to this upon release, which is something we've been saying a lot today, um, tomorrow we'll be tapping a very exciting collaboration beer with us and our friends from Combustion Brewing. So yeah. uh, we're welcoming them onto the podcast next week, and we're going to be talking all about some really cool stuff we've been doing behind the scenes. Yeah, so. this one's a good one. Um, and I know as of recording, they've they've teased it out on their social, which I'm pretty sure we piggybacked. So if you if you want to go check it out, it's it's going to be a really incredible pale ale called Vapor Cone. I mean, it's out there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So check it out. They'll be here next week. The beer's delicious. They're yeah. good people. They're they're fun and entertaining. It's been a lot of fun. So yeah, next yeah. week's episode should be. Although Walt, you won't be here. You'll be skiing. I won't the be here. I will mountains be at, of I will be at altitude, Colorado. And, uh, I will be skiing. Um, as you record this, well, 
Yeah, oh yeah, I'm mountain time. Yeah, I'll still be skiing. So that's great. I you can you dial a, me in. Yeah, and I'll I'll do a I'll do a check in. Yeah, from the, we'll do like a quick lift. a quick hit, a remote hit. It'll be great. But no, I'm really excited about that. I'm really excited to have that team here. It should be a good time. Yeah. Anything else? I think that's Are all she good? wrote. I think we're good, man. Hey, everyone, have a great weekend. Um, thanks for listening. If you find yourself down here at 424 West Town Street, be sure to enjoy a Showbiz West Coast IPA and be sure to tip your bartenders. And uh, if you see us, say hey. If you don't, that's fine too. All right. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Out. Oh.